What's up, guys? Ladies? Animals? Or whoever else is listening to this podcast? And we have a very good day where we are listening to this podcast. My president here on this beautiful, gorgeous day in Charleston, South Carolina is going pretty good. Uh, I'm going to clean the house up a little bit. Got some cobwebs now. I'm going to pressure wash the house, hopefully at some point. But we get to that. I don't think you're interested in my uh, everyday chores. <laughs> but this is your boy, Nappy Nick. I'm running solo today on today's podcast. On this Saturday. It's Saturday, actually. I usually record, try recording Wednesdays. But uh, I was too busy Wednesday to do it, so... I actually got drunk, that's what happened, but we make decisions. <laughs> but uh, I just want to get one out for the week, so I did, uh, presently doing it, I guess. And uh, here we are. Um, I'm going to start this podcast a little different. <laughs> Welcome to a kind of a, one of those text messages you have to kind of look uh, twice on. <laughs> the second time, just to make sure you clarify what the fuck you just read. And it's my homeboy, Sean, because um, he, uh, he hit me up. I don't know why I said because. He hit me up uh, early. Um, he's stationed in Europe. I met this guy in basic training at the Air Force. And uh, we kept in touch since. Um, he's stationed over in Europe. Uh, I want to say he's stationed in Germany. I'm not sure where base is, actually. But uh, he's not in Germany. He's on vacation and leave. So he's taking a trip around the country. Or the country, it's within the continent. And, uh, yes, he had the time of his life because this, this text message just read, Yo, Nick, what's good, dude? You won't believe what the fuck I'm doing. Um, at this bar currently right now in so and so country, because I don't feel like putting his business out there. But, um, I'm hooking up with this girl, and I mean, fully hooking up, like penetration at the bar. <laughs> And like I respond, like, you mean like you went, I'm assuming, like, this is what I'm thinking. Like, oh, you hooked up in the bathroom, I guess, or, you know, someplace private. He's like, no, dude, like, literally at the bar, where the bartender's giving me a drink. It's like, I guess essentially it's like a sex party. <laughs> People go here to hook up and dance. And, like, that's some shit you will see kind of like in porn. I feel like good porn, but it, I guess it's, it's actually real. I remember, I know there's, like, Europe's a whole lot of beasts over there, and they're, um, that's susceptible, I guess, in certain, certain areas and stuff. I mean, it's probably here. Here's just private in America, but so it was crazy. He was, like, he was just, like, well, I was not expecting to wake it up till um, the Saturday morning, but here we are. But I guess he had the time of his life, and I hope he gets tested. <laughs> it's just, I feel like that'd be the first thing I'd do. I like. What we, I guess like the dynamic of that would be. As first, like you have to be really secure with yourself to have sex with, like be having sex around everybody else that's having sex, and it's like I'm trying to picture my bad guys. Uh, I'm trying to picture this dynamic right now because it's. I don't know. Do like do they switch? Like, I have questions. <laughs> I feel like uh, answers to that. I'm going to talk to him about it. I'm kind of wanting to follow him in. See if I can get him on the podcast. Probably want to talk about it, though. At least not. Not to the whole world. But uh, that's my morning, guys. That's what we open up to it. Um, today's podcast is going to be about... Actually, an article I read 
on the Post and Courier. Um, it's really interesting article. But before I get to the article, I got a couple shouts to got gift. Um, first shouts can be through our my partner Blowfish. Uh, from the people that know what Blowfish is, Blowfish is a hangover pill. Um, essentially, that's what it works. Take these two tablets, put them into some water. They dissolve. Um, well, they recommend to you, I guess, if you need one. It depends on how bad you're feeling. Uh, drink your water, lemons off, kind of work like alka and you just drink it. And it's supposed to work within 15 minutes. So at least you start filling things within 15 minutes. And actually, that's when this shit has brought me back to life, playing the time, especially when I have to go to work or I do something, uh, like have an obligation to be somewhere. It's like, uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a, like a lifesaver. It's kind of like a, just an IV kicks you. But it works gradually. It's not like you just suddenly feel great. You just start feeling better. It's like, all right, I got this. You know, kind of, kind of like that. That memo, love it. But check it out. Um, I have the link in the description of this podcast episode. It's at fourhangovers.com. You have to use that link and apply the discount code Holy City Holy Twenty Holy Twenty. That will give you twenty percent off your purchase. So that's usually taking I want to say two or three dollars off. I feel like you get like a. I think I have a pack. It's like fifteen. At least if through the link, I believe it's fifteen or twenty pills. So they come in like two packets, Dutch, but. Um, they're fifteen dollars lines, so uh, probably being around you get them around for ten eleven. And the store is pretty high. The store's like ten dollars for a six or eight pack, so you get more for around the same price you pay in the store, but you get a lot more for it. So check that out, man. It's fourhangovers.com. Use the promo code HOLY20. And that'll help you bring you back to life, guys. Um, in addition to that, I also want we've got some events going on in Charleston. I'll give a shout. Uh tomorrow, which is Sunday, it's August twenty fifth. Fifth, yes, August twenty fifth is the South Carolina's Reggae Jerk and Wine Festival, um, out there in Magnolia Plantation, out in pretty much Somerville, West Ashton border, out there. That's part of from downtown for my listeners, um, kind of give them some perspective. Is uh, it's part of about a 20, 25 minute drive. Um, the cost is uh, twenty five to forty dollars based on the tier you get. I think your admission is twenty five. Um, that guarantees you a sample of the jerk chicken, I believe three ounce of uh, selected wines they have out distribute. There's other wines you can go check out too, but I think that's initial when you walk in. And you have bands performing all day. I'm not too sure of the bands. Um, just check them out on Instagram page. I have the post post that's got to check on. Um, also check out their Facebook page. Um, South Carolina. South Carolina Reggae Jerk Wine Festival and stuff. Um, they have a link for the tickets. I think it's through Eventbrite, so you can get a digital head on your phone. Um, it's pretty dope. It's well fundraiser. Famous chef is going to be there. Chef Ty is a Jamaican chef. Um, Kimberly Brock is also going to be there in addition to it, so check it out. I'm contemplating going out to it. Not sure. It's my day off tomorrow. I've uh, got other options. Another option is actually. Uh, uh, Bay Street Beer Garden. Um, they're having their when they're their pop brunches. Such what they are. And what pop brunches is kind of like they choose a select artist or decade music, and that that would be the theme for that brunch. And tomorrow it's Bye 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 brunch, uh, which is relating to the song by NSYNC. It was made in the early two thousands. Um, they're a good time. It's it's a uh, it's not I wouldn't necessarily say it would be a kid friendly event. 
because people get real lit out there. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. You can be around online intoxicated people. You thinking, but it's really a good time. I think DJ Natty Heavy is going to be out there. Um, this is the last brunch you're going to do for the summer. Um, so check them out at Bay Street Beer Garden, man. Um, that's going to be dope. Um, tonight, I believe it's uh, Kyle's and Charlton's Back to School Party, hosted by the Music Farm. Um, they got three local bands, uh, Community Pool, The Long Con, The Never, Never Better. I think two of them from Chuck, one's from Columbia. Uh, check it out tonight. I uh, think day of tickets or at the door tickets is $7. Um, festivity starts at 8. And there's that. That's all my shouts for the, for the first release for this episode. Um, before I get into it, um, get to the main topic, I'm also going to kind of give a side note. This is kind of random, pop on the phone. So, I, uh, I guess, like, uh, people, most people know what Quora is. Quora is a Q-U-O-R-A. It's an app that's kind of like people ask questions and other people answer them. Such <laughs> is what the app out. And I'm actually part of this app. I'm actually part of people that actually come up with questions to ask. And I get paid to do that. If that question gets a lot, a huge fault. It's kind of like, it's crazy how it comes to getting a little side projects for the everyday person. I respect that. Um, and like, like it's, it's really harder than you would think. Like, uh, because like, you know, everybody's, yeah, thousands, millions of people ask these questions. So you have to come up with something that's really out the box. And like my top question, I believe, let me look through it right quick, is the, uh, well, I mean, the top question is like what I got paid the most from. When I get paid, it's, it's like nothing really crazy. It's like cents on the dollar stuff. Like I got probably 24 cent for, yeah, I got 24 cent for a thousand views and 55 ad impressions. But that's where you get them mostly from the ad impressions, more than the views, than yeah, people asked. The question was, is the Horned Serpent House of Evermorning more scholarly than the Raven's House of Hogwarts, which has to do with Harry Potter? Um, I don't get too much into it. Um, but it's actually a really good question to follow Harry Potter, because one is from the school that's uh, based in North America versus, I believe, Hogwarts is in Scotland. Um, but that's, that's my hair product for it. But check them out. I ask questions all the time. It's kind of crazy. Um, and then we can be part of this program. I think the course selects you based on your participation in their app over a set period of time. Um, um, I get asked questions. I get asked to answer questions all the time. And it's, it's pretty informative. That's some shit. You also get some random ass questions. Like, the most random question I got was What is Neil Patrick Harris's? Oh, what is Neil Patrick Harris like in person? Like, how the fuck I'm supposed to know? <laughs> like, I never met the dude. I only know the dude through, you know, How I Met Your Mother and, um, I guess Dewey House, Dewey Hauser and all the other things he was in. Uh, he's a good actor. I like him as an actor. He's a really good actor. Um, he's also a good philanthropist, too, so he's a pretty good dude. Um, <laughs> but get back to the, the main subject. Um, we're going to talk about this article on uh, Post in Korea. I'm going to have it posted on online. In addition to, uh, like, I'm going to provide the link here, do probably on my social media pages. Or, uh, or uh, also, in, I'll probably include this link, too, so you can read the article. Because the article's not bad. It's not like a bad article, but it's like, it's kind of why I built this podcast. This article's like this. And I, that's why I want, I'm going to highlight it today. 
because this article is name this article hey on all right guys so name name this article is uh it's on the post curry it's uh downtown charleston the gentleman that draws the eye of tourists and natives alike uh, it was written by stephanie harvin at the post Courier about 12 hours ago from when I'm recording this podcast. And it's not a bad article. It's actually a good article. It just highlights essentially, you know, when people think of Charleston, South Carolina, they do factor the peninsula as the main focus because essentially this is where everything started here for the city. Not everything started. Residents is at Ashley Landing over in West Ashley, but the settlement for what the city is today it started down here in downtown peninsula. And it just highlights some attractions of like, you know, if you're in downtown Charleston, why people like down or attracted to downtown Charleston. Um, but my, my issue with this oracle is, you know, I guess it's for people to be attracted to say like, hey, Charleston's actually pretty, pretty dope. This is why people come here, why they're interested in it. But it only gives, you know, a quarter of the picture of what the city actually is. Live in downtown. So like, so for today's episode, for a person to actually live here in downtown Charleston, I've done so for a few years now. Um, I'm kind of want to give you the, the true local experience for my listeners that are not from here to exactly, you know, what to it's actually like kind of give you the true perspective of the city. Um, so she divided this uh, article into four parts. Um, four parts are... Well, her four, her four choices is, it's the first one's it's cool. Second is the restaurants, walkability is third, the art and the views. And I'm gonna comment on each one. So it's cool. Uh, element of it is, essentially she hits on that this is a destination city. This is where everybody wants to be, come visit from all across the world, and that's very true. Um, but once you move here, <laughs> saying once you live here and say as I do, um, what you hate, absolutely hate about it, it's, oh, it's just overcrowded all the time. And it's one thing if the city was built like, you know, Jacksonville, Miami, uh, Virginia Beach, or, uh, no, a larger, a larger metropolitan city. Um, this is not so small town. There's not even a million people that live in this town, at least within the area. So it's relatively small. It's in a small state, highly populated state. Well, not highly populated. It's five million people live here, but it's pretty evenly populated, at least more than other areas. And that just gets over. And that infrastructure of the city is not is not ready for it. But yet they're continuing building down here. There's honestly there's probably what another four or five apartment complexes or hotels that are going up now along Meeting Street, East Bay or Upper King with others planned. I know they tore down Sergeant Jasper down on Broad Street. I'm about to build this huge uh, apartment complex that the locals were not a fan of at all. But uh, I think the uh, the leasing company that's building that went out, I guess in the lawsuit, where they continue with progress. Uh, we see how that goes. Um, then she breaks it down to the restaurants. Uh, when it comes to the restaurants, um, pretty much the the n- numerous of options that you have down here, high end, low end, mid end, 
restaurants for everybody's site in addition to stuff. Um, she listed some restaurants like Rodney Scott's. Um, what's she name? Uh, that's all she named. But she was talking, essentially talking about the areas where they are in the market or if you're on North uh, Upper King Street, which from listeners, Upper King is everything kind of north, north south Calhoun. Um, that I don't really have disagreements. Um, that's kind of a blessing why you love downtown. Just can walk to a lot of good restaurants. There's still a lot of good restaurants. I guess the only kind of nutshell, King Street's popped off now compared to what it was when I first moved here, which was still, it was building. It was like, wasn't too bad. I moved here in 2012, so it's popping. But I used to visit the city all my life, mainly like after 2008, once like all my friends got to college. I used to come out and visit. Um, no, it's been pretty good. Um, the market area is completely fucking different. I think that's kind of like the sad part of it is that the market has just got so commercialized. It's like everything's commercial. Um, everything's fitting. Like the Hook Seafood restaurant like was Noisy Oyster. So that really hasn't changed. It's still, it's still it's a little bit fancier casual restaurant. That's all it really is. And high-end food. Like, you know, I ate it the other day and I was like, you know, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't. <laughs> I can get the same. I think I got Calamari. I was like, it's fifteen dollars for the same exact thing. You're just paying for the location. So, but people are willing to pay it, and you know, they have shut the ability to charge. I guess. Um, but some of the, I think the classic treasures what people miss is like you know what's really sad is, for example, I was really sad about was tsunamis getting brought out and becoming an IHOP. That was just like, to me, that's, you downgraded. You went from a hibachi place, a food and bell, this tsunami is a big food and bell spot for that area because, you know, Mondays was half, it was a food and bell night, so you get half off a lot of the food there. And they had like $2 blue moons on Thursdays, or dollar blue. Oh, was $2 one, I can't remember. You used to like, theme, the movie used to be, like when I used to come visit my friends out here, you would drink dollar blue moons, or $2 blue moons, and we go to Mad River, which Mad River is now a restaurant called Five Church, which is a really good restaurant. I'm not knocking that. It's just Mad River was like on Thursday, it was the club scene wherever you go. And gosh, from my list, I, I should know this. So I think what the, what's that Coyote's, like, Coyote Ugly theme bar is. It used to be. So it used to be a barbecue place right there. But they all shut, they all shut down. It's all corporate hotel or some type of commercial business. I think that's like the element like people at Charleston are going to miss because like you, that's like losing your charm since like a lot of people were attracted to come to the city. Um, that's unfortunate. But I'm going to continue down the list. See what she got. Walkability. I do agree. Um, everything's accessible. Like, you know, if I really just want to walk as opposed to Uber, I can just leave my house and it take five or ten minutes and get to Key Street, probably 20 or 30 to get down to the market. Or I can walk to the battery and just enjoy the walk. Um, but what it doesn't say on this article is there's also like rent bikes, so you can rent bikes, and there's like areas you can just uh, holy spokes where you can just pay through the app and rent a bike for however you want. Uh, they got rid of the electric scooters, bird. I don't know if they ever bring those back. Those were handy, but they were just being left everywhere. So they need more collection drivers to collect those bikes or scooters if that was the work in Charleston. Um, but what doesn't really say or highlight is 
the amount of people you're going to have to deal with on the sidewalks. It's not in some areas. This isn't everywhere. This is mainly in the busy areas, as you should expect to. But it's also like, you know, if you're just trying to get where you're going, someone's stopping in the middle of the street to take a picture of a, of a house or a charm stuff when in the middle of the day when people still have to get where they're going. That's, I guess, really annoying really quick. Um, biking in Charleston is like, this is real loud, my bad, guys. <laughs> biking in Charleston is really stressful. I wouldn't do it. Like, my, uh, my roommate's boyfriend at the time, uh, got hit by a car. He was in the wrong, though, so I, I guess stuff, but you just gotta be safe, because people, the problem with Charleston, people think local drivers can't drive, but that's not the problem. The problem is there's so many people from so many different areas driving like they want from where they're from in a city that's not meant for that, and those, they clash. That's why you have issues, and not, one thing is, if you're not, if you're not accustomed to dealing with, you know, so many things in Charleston, you have the horse carriages, uh, cyclists, um, skateboarders, um, People come, people on electric scooters, uh, pedestrians, you know, it's just a lot you have to deal with in addition to the traffic that's already on the road, um, commercial traffic, like truck, I don't see how truck drivers drive trucks here in this town, like that would stress me the fuck out because it's just so tight, the roads are so narrow, but people don't account for that and the walkability aspect is only good, you know, if you're like, the best time to really walk around Charleston is late at night, you know. That might not be the safest time, but early in the morning too, you know, six months before people get out of the street. Like my favorite time to be around Charleston period really is like right before a hurricane. I know that sounds really fucked up, but like the city is clear, everybody's gone and you can just, not say do whatever you want, but like it's just, feel like, you know, it's not, it's like a young, it's more personal of a town, especially when everybody goes to the bars and shit. Um, the next element she has is the art galleries. Um, which I don't have a fault, and I'm not gonna, I can't really critique her too hard on this aspect of it, other than maybe I would like more local artists, get a little more love, um, which does happen because there's, there's like some, some businesses or restaurants will have like a, like a, they'll have like an artist night, or they'll do like some type of wine draw, but they'll have a, Have a night where I guess you can come and drink wine and local artists can sell their pieces and stuff. But like, you know, I feel like they do a better job of what they're doing. And, you know, I have a friend of mine who, like, I get a free promotion. John Reese, like, you know, any opportunity I can get his work out, I will. And that's just for him. That's for anyone that's local. I have another friend named Bree. Um, she's, she's real. She's like one of those people that are just really good at everything they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just like it seems like it's no effort even though there's a lot of effort to it and stuff so I do respect her and she's really good at her art check her artwork at um I believe she's on Folly she does a lot of things on Folly like, I believe her Instagram's art by Bree I'll tag in the description box once I look that up and Reese Designs is my other boys check him out Reese Designs on Instagram um, he's really good. He's a really good guy. He's just chill. Check him out, man. He barbacks and cooks there. Um, and he's real good. Chill. So, shout out to you, Reese, if you listen to this. <laughs> um, the last aspect of this article is views. That kind of ties into walkability. At least I did. Um, Charleston is an attractive city to just look at. It is. I'm not. 
gonna dispute that. Um, but <laughs> like, I feel like my knock on Charleston is it should be way more culture than it actually is, and that's with some frustration. Like, you know, you have a subset culture here called Gullah and Geechee and Charleston's been doing better by embracing this. It's like, you know, I feel like it should be. It's, it's not like my compare, I compare it to New Orleans Creole culture. Like it's, they're one the same essentially, just defined through different techniques. Cause that's more French influence compared to like Caribbean influence here. It's an African influence more so in general. But, uh, I feel like Charleston should embrace it like New Orleans does. You know, you know, New Orleans, is, even though New Orleans is a different style, it's a good time there in New Orleans. I think Charleston tried to go, it's going after the classier element, which is not the truth. Like they present their stuff as something that they're not truly art, which I guess people do all the time, but that's a frustrating thing for me. Um, that's up to you to decide if you agree or disagree with me. And that's just how I feel about it, personal. It's not personal. I have nothing with anyone that made this article, not personal bias. I think it's a pretty good article. How I like this stuff, but I think this is just my opinion of it. Um, if you want any feedback or comment about what I said today, um, just get at me. Um, you can send me a direct email through my website, hostcityhigh.com. Um, comment on any of my social media pages. Um, check me out um, anywhere. Um, and I'll respond to that feedback. Um, but that that's all I have for today's episode. Um, please subscribe to the Whole City High. You can do it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, definitely will appreciate that. Um, follow my page, Instagram page, Whole City High. Follow my personal page, Nappy um, Nick SC, uh, for any information tied to Charleston as we proceed with the future. Um, I do have guests lined up. I keep saying this every episode, and every episode besides D has been guests. I guess the biggest problem is scheduling because I, I do work a lot, especially. But it's Labor Day week, so it's, it's grinding down. This will be the end of the summer so I can focus because my weekends are going to be tied to football as football season approaches. This is actually is the first opening of football today. There's the Miami and Florida game. I can't stand both teams because I hate everything in orange because I'm a Florida State fan. So Miami, Florida, Clemson, screw all three of those schools. Not personal, just what it is. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast. Um, I think one more shout I will say is if you uh, are, if you feel like you do have a good business concept or a side hustle or you're an artist or whatever, and you want some promotion through my website and through my podcast, um, just get me, send me some contact information. Uh, if you're a musician, send me some links to your music or some artwork if you're an artist. And I would make the most of it and work some get some promotion out there. I have no problem. That's why I made this podcast to get this promotion out. Um, I do, I'm in talks to try to hopefully do a live podcast. Um, hopefully at Mint. It's probably going to be at Mint Charleston because they don't really have a good crowd on Sundays. They have good deals. And it's not like a club environment. So I can come have it like vibe so if people are interested in that just get me so I can get more support and show that would be pretty dope to do um other than that man this is your boy Nathan Nick I'm out appreciate you listening to the whole city